0: Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Christmas Day, Wednesday, December the 25th. Merry Christmas, if you're celebrating. We are coming to you from the home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're back at the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. It's been a hot minute since we've been here, uh, but we're back and we're recording. And we've all, everybody here in this room, has seen Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. My name is Joey Mills and joining me today, I've got Curtis. And we may be joined by a couple other folks here at the Alamo, if they can get away, as one can imagine, the week of the Star Wars release and kids are out of school, it is hopping here at the Alamo Draft House. So if they get to join us, uh, if you hear other strange voices, uh, that's why.
1: That's in your head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you turn off the
0: podcast and you still hear those strange voices, that's something totally different. Uh, But if you hear uh, some other folks joining us, that will be why. Our regular weekly episodes were still on hiatus through the rest of 2019. We're not doing this every week, but we're getting closer to wrapping that up because uh, we're going to start up again in January of 2020. You've been getting a new show about every two weeks from us. Uh, each one kind of focused on a single topic. We did our Halloween episode. We had a couple interviews. We had uh, David Desmalchin and Sven Gulli. Then in November, Curtis Knight, we did the Creep Show season one Ooh, breakdown. Yeah, creep Show, that was a lot of fun. And then we <laughs> uh, did a Knives Out review episode. That was uh, a lot of fun as well. You the just- knives were out on that one. The knives did come out <laughs> uh, earlier this month. Uh, Kenny and I we did an interview uh, with Clarissa Tebow from Marvel's Runaways. It was a very good interview, by the way. It was a good interview. She was a sweetheart. It was a lot of fun. And uh, at the end of that, we wrapped up our we had our panel from Geekmas 2019 where we brought together a bunch of podcasters, YouTubers, and kind of did a jam session where we covered the top stories in entertainment and pop culture from 2019 together. Uh, that was a lot of fun meeting a lot of new folks that way. I but- was there. Curtis was there. You just couldn't hear him. I was there, and I did everything I could to get volume, but it got to a point where like it just degraded the sound quality. We're like yeah. now I can hear him, but I can't understand a word he's saying.
2: <laughs> I uh, I almost took my phone out and just hit record, like, just to, and then I could just pull case. you in. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't. we had some
0: mic issues there. Uh, but that was a lot of fun. If you miss any of those episodes, they are available in our archive. But this week we're doing it. We're breaking down the final film in the Skywalker saga. It's Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Our thoughts our reactions, and our reviews right after this. All right, so before we jump into our thoughts, we're going to do this a couple of ways just to let folks know who are listening. First up, we're going to talk very general terms. We're not going to spoil right off the bat. So if you haven't seen it, you are I want to hear what these guys have to say before uh, I go see it. We're going to help you out with that, and then we're going to pause. We'll give you a countdown. We'll let you know before we jump into uh, the spoiler-heavy stuff, and there's going to be a lot of spoiler-heavy discussion, I have a feeling. Also, I'm going to throw something out there because this – movie, before we even get to our reviews of it and what we thought of it, boy, I was so much just... (laughs) I was almost to the point where I was like, man, I don't even want to do a podcast anymore. Just because... (laughs) And it's not because of the movie. It's because I have seen people who have said very innocuous things like, hey, I enjoyed that movie. And then you people just laying into them, just being jackasses on the internet. In some cases, people face-to-face, although not as much, it's easier to be a jackass on the internet. I have seen people say, I didn't care for it that much. And I have seen people laying into them being jackass. I have seen people say, you know, it was all right. I didn't really have a strong feeling one way or the other. And they're getting it from both sides of jackasses piling on them. So. Wow. It's, yeah, because I I just, again, it's like, man, I don't even, no matter what any of us says, there's going to be some reaction. But I don't think we're going to have it that bad because that's not who a lot of our listeners are. And that's not who we are. We'll bust each other's chops on things every (laughs) once in a while, but we're going to give our general thoughts and reactions. And when we do, we're not going to jump in. We're not going to step on each other as much as possible, which you can't always stop that because that's just part of a podcast. People talk all over each other. But we're going to be very respectful and we're going to give each other kind of our thoughts and opinions. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to hear some things. And you may say, you know what, Kenny says, and I haven't talked to everybody here about what they thought, but Kenny says this, and I kind of agree with that. I see his point. Curtis says this, and it's different than what Kenny says, but I can kind of see his point, too. That's fine. You can see multiple sides of different aspects of this film or any film. Um, So we are asking, and I don't think we have to ask too hard because we've got good listeners and good fans, um, but we're going to do our best to cover this as respectfully to each other as possible. If somebody needs to lay into the movie, that's fine. We're not laying into each other when we do that, and we're not laying into the listeners who have an opinion as well. If you think this is the greatest movie ever, if you think this movie was absolute dog shit, if you have somewhere in between... We're not attacking you when we give you our opinions of the movie. We're just telling you what we thought of, the, of any particular aspect of the movie. Is that cool with everybody here? <laughs> I mean, I, I know it is with you guys. <laughs> I know. Curtis is going to have a hard time, I know. But. <laughs> no, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just I'm, I'm tired of the disc- discourse and discussion and the way things are going lately, and so...
2: I've I've tried to avoid it. Like i yeah, so not, have I've tried. I. Mean, I've <laughs>
0: seen different people's
2: opinions on Facebook, and I go to say something, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah. I'm no, okay. I've, Yeah, I've done like, the same.
0: I don't comment for the most part. I
2: don't see why you're so enraged.
1: Well, you know, I could
0: comment, but I'm not. And I've seen, like, okay, so, yes, there were toxic reactions to The Last Jedi, and people were being dickholes online. And so the people that were at that time being like, whoa, 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 let's just let's bring it down. We don't have to get personal. We can have different opinions about a movie. Now those people that were calling for calm two years ago are like the ones that are like, well, fuck them. They got to us first. They're preemptively being the dicks this time around. It's just been a weird situation. and yeah. Like I said, it was almost like, man, I don't even want to engage with entertainment and pop culture anymore because they're so... Nothing anybody says. It seems like it, number one it doesn't matter. If you enjoyed something, enjoy it. Yeah. If you didn't enjoy it, then you didn't enjoy it. But go just, enjoy something else. Yeah, just the way people have acted lately. It's been. Yeah. It's, it's been. It's always so been sick. my
1: policy to never talk about politics and religion with people. And I guess we're gonna have to add Star Wars. Add <laughs> Star that. Wars, <laughs> at, or at any <laughs> entertainment bubble, because TV, technically movies, Star books. Wars is both. Yeah. It's, yeah. Inter- yeah.
0: Exactly. All right, so we are going to talk in very general terms, and we'll just kind of go around the room, whoever wants to start, can start. What is your general reaction to Star Wars Rise of Skywalker? Did you love it? Did you like it? Was it eh? Did you not care for it, or did you absolutely hate it? And who wants to go first?
1: Well, I will start off, because <laughs> I'm actually, before the movie, if, if any of our listeners were able to go to, I'll go to, to the I'll to watch it, yeah, yeah. and see it, you know that they always have things before it, so they were had a little thing where the guy was showing the uh, taco. The Bell Taco Bell toys, yeah. Toys, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I was like, that. I still have that. I still have <laughs> yeah. that. I still have all those. Oh yeah. I was like, how funny, because as you get older, you forget where things come from. You just see them or whatever. Right. It's like, oh, those were Taco Bell toys. I was like, I forgot Taco Bell had toys, but going to the movie. I just <laughs> wanted to add that little quick thing for anybody that got to see it there. But yeah, yeah.
0: And again, if you're gonna see a movie. Go to the Alamo to see it and show up 30 minutes early when they open the doors oh, yeah. because it doesn't matter what movie you see, the shit they find to put up before the movie is always, yeah. it doesn't even matter what movie it is, it's, it's among the best parts of the movie oh, experience yeah. when you come to the Alamo. <laughs> exactly. My son was rocking his uh, Seagulls t-shirt uh, hoodie yes. that he had that my wife made for him. So when that we came were, on,
1: he's like, oh. <laughs> we were singing it and I think we were the only people in the then movie was who was going, it, We on, didn't yeah. care. <laughs> yep, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> getting to the movie. Go ahead. <laughs> anyways, sorry about that. But, no, that's fine. Uh, I liked it. For me, watching the other two, I wasn't big on the other two. Did I watch? Talking about have, the
0: you're talking about the Force Awakens yeah, and last Oh, Sorry, okay. yes, yeah, uh, yeah just that's what I just yes, clarify.
1: Yeah. Episodes, uh seven, eight. There, I and eight. am not
0: stepping on each other. <laughs> but, no, no,
1: that's good. Clarify because people probably were asking that at home. listening to this, but uh, I I didn't have big expectations. Have I watched those seven and eight again? Yes, I have, and they Star Wars. I, I love Star Wars, and but. I went into this movie going, okay, I'm not expecting anything. I really didn't hear about who's doing this with the movie and what did they do, what did they not do, what they're hoping, what they're not hoping. I didn't care. I just come in and I do like I do every other movie. I shut my brain off and I enjoy being entertained. The real world does not exist in that movie theater. I just want to be entertained. I was. I There's so much and we'll talk about it later yeah. on, but just as my... First initial thing, I honestly liked it so much better than I thought I would, and I'm so glad that with this being not the last Star Wars movie ever, of right. course, but to fill it, What trilogy, do you think they're going to make more of these? I think they know <laughs> if it, if how many people have been coming to the Alamo, <laughs> right. and within a shortened amount of time, I had to wait all the way till Sunday at 7:50 right. to see the movie. Uh, it's doing good around here, so. Yeah. But that's 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 my quick thing on it. Okay. Curtis, go ahead. So I didn't want to see this movie.
0: Okay.
2: Uh I know we were doing the podcast and I was sort of lazy about just getting my ticket and <laughs> seeing it and if I
0: see it it's destiny. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then like we, we had that meetup, we we're just shooting the shit and then like, oh yeah, the podcast is Monday. I was like, Oh, I guess I better go get a ticket. So I went and got the ticket and you know it was okay that, that that was my thing i think like Kenny here i think my expectations were low so you know it it i mean don't get me wrong there there are some faults and we'll get into that right, right. <laughs> but yeah i generally i i, I like some of what they did and it was kind of entertaining and it was nice to see certain characters be the characters i think they intended them to be when they were created in Force Awakens. Okay. And we'll get into that later. But yeah, generally
0: I liked it, for the most part. Good. Um, So that comes to me, and here's the deal. When I was sitting in the theater, (laughs) my gut reaction was, there's enough visual and more auditory distraction, like there's the music cues and things like that. There's enough here to make me just very neutral about this movie. I walked out of the theater like I had just eaten a bowl of flavorless tapioca pudding. I didn't (laughs) love this movie. I didn't hate this movie. I had no strong feelings one way or the other about this movie. And I knew at the time, walking out of the theater, I, I I was thinking to myself, like, wow, this is something where if you don't think about it and you just let yourself watch the images and listen to the sounds, you'll probably walk out of this feeling not too badly about it. The further I got away from it, and the more specifically, like when I started writing down, like, okay, we're doing a podcast, and I've got to come up with what I liked, what I didn't like. I do not care. I'm leaning more towards I did not like this movie than I am I did like this movie, but I'm still not strongly one way or the other. This movie existed, and it's done. (laughs) And honestly, at this point, with the way things have gone, I don't know that I'll see another Star Wars film in the theater just because there's a lot that goes into getting into a movie theater and getting tickets oh and God, yeah. all that stuff. And I'm just, I'm kind of done with the whole franchise. I'm like, theatrically, I mean, I'm still loving what they're doing on The Mandalorian, on the streaming service stuff. But unless there is a strong director who has a strong story to tell, um, I don't know that I care anymore. I just, I'm, I don't, I don't dislike it. I love Star Wars and that's part of why I'm, that's part of what's sad about this to me is that I, I growing up, I love Star Wars. I, whenever the prequels came out, that very first film, some buddies and I that I was living with in college, we rented a U-Haul trailer through some mattresses in the back of the U-Haul trailer and camped out the night that the tickets were going on sale. Not the, just to see the movie, the night the tickets went on sale with a bunch of other people in the lot and it was finals week in college and I mean there's a lot going on and we're like, okay, let's just go camp. We're going to make sure we get our tickets so wow, even those in- shitty movies, I mean, and I've seen you know seen all of them theatrically, seen all of them at home. Um, I'll revisit this at home at some point, I'm sure, when it's out streaming <laughs> on Disney Plus or home video or something. But I'm to the point where I just I, I just don't care anymore. I guess I don't know. I, I hate to say that because that's that's so disappointing when I've loved star wars growing up with all the action figures and stuff it's just like man, that's been such a big part of the 42 years that i've been on this earth or the 42 years that star wars has been around and i grew up with these movies and i just don't care anymore and that to me is the saddest thing as i walked out of the theater like i'm kind of done i get it
2: yeah i like i i mean like i said this movie was okay but i still just like Ah, you know, I yeah. still haven't even started The Mandalorian, and there's a lot of good reviews. It's just, I, it's it's tainted. Yeah. It, you know, Star Wars has just been tainted. And I don't
0: think that any one thing has done it. It's just been the culmination of, like, you know, somebody who's like, well, you don't like any of the most recent movies. But if you look at it, like, Force Awakens came out in, what, 2015? Mm-hmm. And then Rogue One came out in 2016. Rogue One I've got as my number two Star Wars film. So it's not like it's the yeah. newness thing. Not like I... Have changed or whatever. So uh, then we had Last Jedi, and then Solo came out. Solo, I've got up as one of my favorite because that great movie. I thought mm. so. It's not like it's the newness. It's not like the age or anything like that. It's just I just this sequel trilogy. What we'll talk about more later. I'm just kind of done unless you unless you've got something to show me that I'm going to care about in some way, shape, or form. I'm really just kind of done. I'm going to show you my Wookie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> I, you know, the, still the, general thoughts. So be careful. Yeah, no, yeah. the seven and eight, you know, for me, had a couple big things in it that mm-hmm. really poo pooed on the whole thing. Every one of these movies and has a moment or two yeah. that's just
0: absolute shit, and a moment or two that's like, dude, that's that is Star Wars. It's, that makes yep. it feels like yeah. Star Wars.
1: And there, you know, the seven and eight could have changed when we talked about this right, in the right. past. So anybody that's listened knows what right I'm what talking said, about. Right. If those things would have been changed, they would have been so, would have been in in my top five. Probably no, you know, but it's still up there because I went back and I watched every Star Wars movie. I just, I decided I was going to do it. And my son and family members come in and watch different ones with me, but I was like, I want to watch them all. And I even watched the, you know, 7 the prequels. and 8. <laughs> oh. And, you know, the prequels, too. But I, I like the prequels. You know, a lot of right. people, are they my favorite? No, of course. No. 4, 5, and 6 are because that's right, what yeah. I grew up on. And, you know, that'll be forever and always. But right, And then, of course, like you said, throwing Rogue One and, you know, Solo. They're right up there with me, too. But, uh, you know, so maybe that, that's where I sit on that. But this third one? I, I do think it's the better of the three. I agree. And I, it made me happy in some of the places. Not, not <laughs> can <necessarily> you point <laughs> out which places it made you I happy? I can. And if you're not here, my crush. <laughs> because, uh, no, but. going uh, to get a camera in here they at just, some point. They, you know, there's a few things just made me happy. And we'll talk about those. And yep. then, you know, I don't want to say nothing. But. Right. Yep. I think if you can. I don't know. I, like I said, I go in and I. The world doesn't exist in a theater, and I want – and it has to – and don't get me wrong. I've gone in theaters, and there have been stinkers. I walked out like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you always bring in, you know, Batman versus Superman. You know, <laughs> I walked out of those going, huh. That's so a that's, thing that exists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the popcorn was good, you know, but I I was happy when I walked out of this. Mike. I went and saw it with my son, mm-hmm. and he was happy. He was happy that I was happy, so maybe that had something, you know, because these are kind of his movies in a right. way, you know. These are the ones he's seen in the more recently up, and, up, Yeah, right. and stuff, so maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. I, I I was pleased.
0: Yeah, I saw it with my four other family members, and four out of five of us walked out of the movie feeling really good. <laughs> and I didn't say, and I and I didn't say a word <laughs> yeah. because I I didn't, didn't want to spoil. I mean they Had a good time, great, then it was worth it to go see it at the theater. But yep. for me, it did it was not a connect.
2: really great movie. What'd you think, Joey? Uh-huh. Well,
0: they don't ask me, <laughs> and my wife knew because like, I was like just quiet, like not saying <laughs> a word. She's like, yeah. You didn't like that at all, did you? I was like, I did. It's not that I didn't like it, I just didn't care. <laughs> it, was, I- it was like two hours of just, I mean,
2: I don't know. I, I will give, I-, I will say this out of all three of them, from what I can remember. I JJ tried to make this more Star Warsy. And maybe I'll get into that a little bit more. Yeah. Later. I don't know.
0: I feel like he really tried to make The Force Awakens very Star Warsy to the point of like Being almost completely doing the uh, a New Hope Over again. I mean like just I don't know but, the way the some of the music was set and the way some
2: of it cu- the cuts, it was mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's a little more classic y, classical right. Star Wars, but Yeah. Or classic Star Wars classical, whatever. <laughs> but I don't know, it just some of that
0: I kinda got, but Yeah. Mm. all right so are we ready to go spoiler
1: I think so because it's getting harder not to say something uh, that's so kind of like,
0: where I'm at too I'm like w- watching everybody like
1: well I, and, I, I at least in the first part of this people got what the general opened feeling. with yeah Kenny who loved it you know and Curtis who was like I'm kind of on the fence and Joey about there but still leaning on and didn't enjoy it as much you yeah. know so it, No, there wasn't an overwhelming we loved it or it blows and that's kind of what
0: you're seeing online even the critics versus the fan reviews and different things like that so yeah I don't think this room I didn't expect much different when we all got together I kind of figured it would go about like this but um, but yeah we're all going to walk out of here still friends at the end of the day hopefully
1: unless we get to spoilers and somebody starts throwing punches or something I don't know (laughs) it's a movie (laughs) I mean at the end of the day it's it's a movie it's just a movie yeah and what Joey touched on in the beginning of this you don't like a comment Scroll past it. Yeah. It, it, no, I've you got don't some have to comment on it. Right? Yeah. Yep.
2: I've got some comments. <laughs> oh, yep. oh, they're coming up. We're saving them for the podcast. <laughs> hey, if
1: you
0: don't like the movie, get your own fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to count you down. This gives you an opportunity to... Wherever you're at, find your phone, reach up if you're in the car, whatever the case might be. If you're in spin class, it gives you a chance to stop for a second and pause, whatever the case
1: and is. For all those people that take nice, long, <laughs> candlelit baths and listen to us. This will give you a chance not have up, to fumble yeah, the phone. Nice and slow, get up. You know. Because there's get, people doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listening to
0: this show? Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. They
1: are. <laughs> Put it. Oh, yeah, all right. That's it, we're not going to go any
0: deeper. All right. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to count you down from five. We'll go five to one. When we get to one, we'll take a breath. And then we will be talking spoilers of Rise of Skywalker. If you haven't seen the movie, that will, this is your chance to pause this. We don't. We don't like running listeners away, but this is your chance to pause it and come back after you've seen the movie because odds are you're probably going to see the movie. Come back and then see what you thought and how how it ranks up against what we think here in the uh, spoiler section. If for some reason you're done, you don't plan on watching Star Wars, you don't care to hear our spoilers on it, uh, know that we'll be back to our regular weekly format starting in January. Be sure to subscribe to this and Pop Goes the Culture podcast on your podcast player of choice so you'll know when those new episodes are available. All that being said, here we go. We're going to count you down. Five, four, three, two, one. And if you're still with us, prepare to be spoiled. Because we oh, no we're going to go. All right. So spoilers. I, I was telling a little bit online earlier. Kenny and I were talking. We were messaging back and forth. So I sat down this morning to come up with thoughts. And it wasn't even like pros and cons. It was just like, thoughts. what are the things I'm thinking about this movie? And on about like page three of my notes, (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm kind of done. I think I've got enough here to talk about, and I'm kind of tired of thinking about some of this stuff, because the more I thought about like, man, if they had just done this tweak, it would have been so much better, or if they had just done this, or or whatever. There are things I liked about this movie. There are things I did not like about this movie. Kenny, I know, is probably has the strongest like of the group, because we just had that discussion. So I'm going to let you start off with any spoilers you want to hit on before we jump in to... (laughs) <laughs> me
1: shitting No, no I, don't, I don't know there's you know i really enjoyed is seeing there, everybody like of course everybody right, is right. not a spoiler you saw lando and the thing it was great to see him piloting the millennium falcon again it was great to see harrison ford pop up in Ooh, and Ooh, that is a spoiler fever dream <laughs> right know. wedge antilles yes, yes the the
0: the, the Five, three seconds of three Wedge. Seconds yeah. of Good shot, head. Lando.
1: The Ewoks <laughs> pa- the he partying goes? at the end, seeing <laughs> the, you know, right. stuff explode again. And you know, there a lot of that stuff, you know, is like I guess that was the fan service stuff. Right, yeah. You know, and things like little throwbacks like when Ren went into the uh, where the Death Star was in the ocean, and she went into the room, and it was like walk- Luke walking into the cave, and she saw her evil self, and right—that was a nice little throwback, and just some of that stuff. I just—that's the kind of stuff that was like—I don't know if you'd say subtle necessarily, but it no, was, it wasn't subtle. <laughs> no, but it was—you know—it it wasn't a whole lot of it, but it was just stuff that you kind of go, "Oh, I'm a f- little familiar with that," so it. Maybe that helped ease the pain a little bit. For I don't know, but I I don't know what to touch on first. So if you guys got something, you're just
0: do you you do you want to start anywhere? Or do you want me to? You want me to start on the list, and if there's anything that doesn't get covered, you I, can... there is something I want to say. Go ahead, go ahead, start off. There was no
2: fucking reason
0: to have Carrie Fisher in this movie. Okay, so. That was the worst. I, I know they did the best they could with what they had. And I know what they did was they've said it. They took scenes that she had filmed for The Force Awakens, but during that it was painful to watch. It because, was really painful. Because it was clear that they said, here's what we have her saying. Write some dialogue around that. And this is the shot we have. She's kind of facing this direction. So if you can position your... Your actor's kind of somewhere where it's almost like she's maybe talking to them. That would be helpful. But watching it, my first thought was, wow, it's almost like she's in a different movie. And then I realized, okay, well, yeah, she She was in a different movie because when Greg Grumberg's sitting what would be to her right, and she's talking to him, and she's looking to her left, and she's saying very stilted dialogue, and he's giving very stilted dialogue back to a probably a ping pong ball in front of a green screen. I mean, like they did, they they did the best they could with what they had, but it's almost like, you know what, maybe you just, maybe just don't write that part.
2: You know, I remember JJ being like, we found a way to honor her. I was like, I don't
0: think you honored her by any means. Well, and they said, we're not, we don't want to CGI her in, but clearly they CGI'd, I mean, even just don't, not even the fact that they clipped this out of this, but there were, Effects to de age. There were other effects that were done throughout the movie with that, with the Leia character. It was like, yeah, it was a choice that they made, and I understand why they made it to try to honor her legacy yeah. in film and stuff, but it did not, it definitely was one of those moments that took me out of trying to get into the film. I will yeah. agree. Yeah, with that.
1: maybe used it a little more sparingly, I guess. It just like, I don't even know what, maybe where she'd use the thing to contact ben maybe just that whole little part and the rest of it not necessarily needed or something i don't know
2: even the part where i think she tells ray bring yourself back home and it's like that's so obvious a different take of her talking to han solo for Force (laughs) awakening yeah exactly (sighs) i mean it made i almost walked out within the first 10 minutes but i kept going
1: Maybe yeah. that's the kind of dialogue she used. I don't know. She just, <laughs> did like she like that line? Did she want to use it? I mean, after you clearly her. you
0: didn't use this in that take. So, especially after the Last Jedi,
2: she was kind of spunky, and I'm like, like yeah. it's that all that is missing because you know yeah, they got
1: fragments." Was, of yeah, it was
0: a lifeless performance yeah. for an actress who has. passed I can see on. that.
1: I can see where you're. Yeah, yeah.
0: That was not my most egregious problem with this film. That was one of mine. That was just a choice that they made. That to me, that was. You know what, they tried to make lemonade and it was just a little too sour. It took me out of it. But that that's something where you have no control over the fact that you're, you know, it felt like, and I'm putting words into people's mouths that they have not said, but it felt like if there was, if there was some sort of an arc to this trilogy, it felt like Han Solo is the heart and soul that's going to bring us back in in The Force Awakens. And Luke Skywalker is the last Jedi, and this is about him. And I'm guessing, without again, nobody said this, but I'm guessing that Leia was going to be kind of the that last, the third person in that legacy, you know, original cast that was going to be kind of the heart and soul of this film, the redemptive arc. And they and she died. So I mean, there's kind of like you can't you can't do anything about that. So I have less of a problem of them tr- going for it and missing on that, my problems are a lot bigger <laughs> with this film than them with that. But it was certainly, to your point, a moment that immediately took me out of the film like the, just like fir- that.
2: Like the first shot where she turns around and the camera's coming up to her and it's yeah. like it was an awkward turnaround because obviously I think the scene where she turned around in originally was a static still shot, right. and then they added movement, they movement, yeah, and it was like, oh, god damn it, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so anybody else want to go before I start through the list? <laughs> no, we'll just... Add on to what you're because there's a lot of stuff in my head, but I don't know. Right. I have
2: how s- to form it yeah. out. I have some stuff about Lando, but go I think, ahead. Well, hit it,
0: yeah. throw it out there, man. Throw it all out. Look. Is
2: it just me or was Billy D not playing Lando? He was just playing Billy D this time around, <laughs> yeah. Kind of was he also kind of a, a creepy sex
0: pervert? Well, he was always that. Well, he was that <laughs> in solo, yeah. It was funny because, yeah, walking okay. So, and again, things have come out in interviews and press pieces since then. At the end of it, my thought was, Lando's looking to fly off with a with this mm, gal. You know? I was like, "Well, let's woman. go figure out where well, you come yeah, from. I, I <laughs> let's go up. find was like, out." Yeah, Lando
1: He's like, a Colt forty five. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> I got Colt forty five and <laughs> we're
0: gonna go find your family
1: and
2: but some others. So, so, part-
0: so apparently, um, you know, they do a novel, an official novel, which takes. Whatever version of the script that the author gets at that point, and it always changes because the script is always in flux. Until I mean, even once it's done in the editing bay, you know, the script they could make yeah. it look like the script's so different. So apparently, in the novelization, she is his daughter, which makes that scene even either even more creepy, or I don't know. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, that wasn't in the movie. That wasn't even subtext you, in the movie. That needed to be brought up. They did a lot of. Yeah, there's so many problems. <laughs> I wouldn't even. I that also thought gone. they were
1: gonna have Finn be his son for some reason, just to have a reason to have his ass in these movies. <laughs> <Right. laughs> that would be that and, would be a
0: reason to have him in the movies. one he, of my yeah. that
1: is one of my things with this movie is like they were trying so damn hard to make Finn relevant <laughs> in this. Like, yeah. this is why he's in the movie. He's got a guys. new hairdo. He's in this movie, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, and I was just like, and you know his little things with like. Being able to sense that Ray was needing him or Ray was okay or whatever. I was like, is he force sensitive? Right. Is that where we're going? What- I possibly. And I there think was, that's what I was zero from it. payoff to that. I was oh, like, yeah. really? You're going to do this throughout the entire movie yeah. and you're not going to give me anything. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck Finn," and <laughs> off. yeah, I was well, like, that just made me hate him even more.
2: The other thing with Lando is like when you first see him and he's talking to the three of or however like Chewbacca and all right, yeah, and then he looks at Rey and he's like, "Give Leia my love," and I'm like, <laughs> he wants to kind of it to creepy. <laughs> But like her response though, because you know the actress, what's her name, Daisy played, Ridley, Daisy Ridley can't really emote any other right anything else other than the look of constipation. She said. Give it to him yourself. Give it to her yourself. And I was just like, okay. She looked upset when she said it. <laughs>
0: but was she? <laughs> but
2: was she upset? Was she just like, okay, boomer, do it yourself, right? Or it, is there just something genuine going on here? Or is this? I'm confused. Yeah, that, I felt confused about land. I felt confused
0: a lot of times in this movie. <laughs>
2: it's like I, I'm glad you're back in here, Billy D. But. <laughs> you know, this isn't a Colt 45 <laughs> G- commercial. <laughs> you may have to do a little heavier lifting than
0: what you're doing so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I loved how the, you know they brought, you know, Luke's X-wing, uh-huh. into the thing and have that get used again. The, the little shot of when Kylo was walking in and he had parked the Tie Fighter next, next to, to the X-wing. thing. That was a fun shot for me. I I'm not 100 why. I just I, I like that and. I loved all the little characters that were like the guy who got C-3PO. Uh, that, uh, that, Bubba, Bubba, Bubba Freak.
2: That was kind of fun. Bubba yeah. yeah. Frick.
1: Bubba oh, Freak. God, he was awesome. Just the, some of the other little creatures as they were flying through deserts or whatever that were just out there. I, I, I kind of like some of that, too. and so I'm trying to throw some positive stuff yeah, in here. No, end. that's
2: fine. 3PO, when he was telling uh, R2-D2, you've always been my best friend or some shit, I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> like you Anthony Daniels. You treated Kenny Baker like
0: shit your whole life.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I mean other than that, okay.
0: But that, yeah, that's that's inside baseball.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. Beyond, that's
0: beyond the scope of the script or whatever. Mean
2: like there was a lot of fun things in this movie. Like we just mentioned the uh, the whatever that little creature. He was kind of fun. Um
1: I like at the end when they were, you know, the Palpatine was you know, fighting with them and stuff, and then all you know, you just think, okay, it's just going to be these guy, the ships, and Poe and them are going to lose. And but you know something's coming. But and you and I knew they were all all the other ships were going to come. But just seeing them all come out of you know warp and just you know hyperspeed hyperspeed. Sorry, yeah, this, wrong, is Star, wrong, this is Star Wars. Wrong, yeah, <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong franchise. Oh wrong man, you're going to piss off to the come fans. Out of that yeah. uh, it was just a cool sight. I don't know. I just. Just seeing the what should be hundreds of ships, you know, and stuff. I, I just I like that part a lot. I
2: liked Poe in this movie. Okay, I don't know about you guys. I I just
1: he's one of the few characters in this that actually felt like he advanced. Yeah, like he is a better pilot, and he his attitude is more grown up, and he he just had he seemed like he was the only one. Like Finn looks different, but he was the same useless Finn, and <laughs> Ray was. Not really that much better of a Jedi fighter, or, I mean, she kind of used some force a little stronger,
2: and suddenly she has lightning.
1: Like, she has the lightning, but, like, I love the part at the end where she's fighting off all the, uh, what what are them that was Palpatine's people? All the other Siths that were following them, I guess. Were they Kylo's buddies? No, those were the, Kylo fought the nice friend, but, uh, no, it was all the worshippers or whatever they were. I don't think they could all be Sith. I think they were.
0: Supposed you could only have
1: two Sith at a time. But so. I think
0: it was, I think they were all like ghosts, kind of like you know you see the Force ghosts. I think they were all ghosts of the Sith. Oh, okay. So that's what that was my take. Again, they don't make it very clear in the I script. Know, well, awesome. I saw some of them get crushed by rocks. So I wasn't sure. Yeah. So maybe
1: it was the night. I thought he took care of them, but whoever it was she was finding, they were shooting their blasters and stuff, and as she was killing And she was like deflecting. She was actually using the Force to push them away, to deflect the things. Like A few of them like went around and come around the back and hit them and stuff. I was like, yes, finally somebody in this movie who's a Jedi is actually using the Force power right. during a fight. I was like, I've been waiting for that for a long time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh you know, can we talk about not Chewbacca? <laughs>
0: go ahead, because yeah, it's all it's part of a bigger thing, but yes, go ahead and talk about not Chewbacca.
2: Okay, so not Chewbacca. When I say not Chewbacca, you can just tell it's not Peter Mayhew just by the eyes. Right. And I don't know, you just it's it's not Chewbacca. I don't know how to describe it other than not Chewbacca. And then like there's that fake fake out where we're like, Oh, that's how we're gonna kill Chewbacca. Uh, I'd would have rather have seen a moon crush him, but then like, <laughs> oh, he's alive! He's alive! All of a sudden, I don't know. It's I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, that was supposed to. I mean, I get why they did it because that was supposed to be where Kyla was making her show that she was powerful. So you would, it, she had to think Chewbacca was on there, and that had to be something for us too. So I kind of get, but I was also the same way. I was like, that's gonna, how you're going to kill Chewbacca, but. You know, killed Han Solo by sticking a saber through him. So I mean, Han
2: Solo dying like made me cry for like two days. (laughs) That that affected me for a while. Just like that was my hero, and there he goes.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm ready to hear what Joey has to say.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Palpatine started a podcast. Yeah, apparently he's announcing that he's back. um, Before he's back, back, um, just because the. Plot needed that to happen.
1: I'm Uh, back.
0: Uh, Yeah, so you know it's fine that they decided they wanted to bring him back. The way they did it was just stupid. So much of this movie was. Well, we'll get to it all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) man, this is like where to even start. Okay, so let's start with. Okay, let's talk about Palpatine. We bring Palpatine back because Ray has to be his granddaughter, right? Okay. Yeah. That spoilers. Fine. All you have done, that is the first example because that ha- we find that out early. Even though they don't really explicitly tell us that till later, we find out early on what's going on. That was the first middle finger to the last Jedi. It was like somebody sat down with two checklists. They had checklist 1, which was what are the iconic things that people liked about the original trilogy. And checklist 2 was what did everybody bitch about online from the last Jedi. And so Let's work to like retcon all of this stuff that people didn't like, and let's see how many of these other ones we can kind of ape. Um, the whole point of Ray's character in The Last Jedi from The Force Awakens, which J.J. wrote and directed, into The Last Jedi was, no, anybody can ha- be a hero. Anybody can use The Force. If you have The Force, like mm-hmm. Roomstick Boy at the end of Last Jedi, the yes the there have been bloodlines and that's it but this is a different story the story now is we're expanding the star wars universe again and anybody can be a hero nope fuck you um you have to be descended from either skywalkers so you're or kylo palpatine. or you're descended from palpatine and so now all agency that ray may have had has been completely wiped away now she is a pawn of destiny whatever destiny is Everything she does in this movie is either because Kylo's telling her not to or Palpatine's telling her to slash not to. She has no agency of her own in this movie, Um, which is, again, taking what was the story threads from The Last Jedi. And, again, I'm not an The Last Jedi apologist. I didn't care for that movie. Yeah. But... If you're going to make a trilogy, then your films, if they're not talking to each other and they're not in harmony with one another, then you don't have a trilogy. You have three individual movies, and in this case, you have three individual movies that are like arguing with each other, pissing each other off back and forth. Last Jedi started to shit on what The Force Awakens did, and now that J.J.'s back, Rise of Skywalker is shitting on what Last Jedi did very much part of the reason why i'm like i'm kind of done because it's kind of like i get that way with my kids i've got three kids we'll call them the three star wars sequels when they're pissing and moaning like i'm just done i don't care i don't want to hear your bullshit anymore i'm i'm walking out of this situation y'all figure it out yourselves and that's part of the reason i feel like i do with star wars right now is because i felt like i was listening to three movies squabbling back and forth at each other about Whatever, what story they were yeah. going to tell? At least the prequels didn't do that. No, the prequels, as shitty as the prequels were, they were consistent. They had a story, and they were consistent with one another. That's part of the reason I think why I just I don't I don't fucking care anymore. Unless you've got something new, something to give me, um, then I don't care to go out and see
2: it. Uh, I think the three main leads are probably going to be in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> that was very very much hinted at. I can only hope so. I think Poe was jealous of Finn's uh, affection for Rey, but then at the end, all three of them are just like, let's all hug each other.
0: Well, we'll talk about that. Um, (laughs) Like I said, that was one example. There were other examples of this movie trying to shit on The Last Jedi, and again, I'm not saying The Last Jedi doesn't deserve criticism, but you can't make a sequel to that movie just to shit on it. Um, The biggest example of that is the character of Rose, Rose was introduced in The Last Jedi as kind of this, you know, her sister made the sacrifice that meant nothing because Poe fucked up. Yes. And then so Rose is still carrying the torch. You know, she's the hopeful one, naive but hopeful. They go off, she and Finn go off on their side adventure that was just absolutely horrible. And at the end of the movie, she is the one that saves Finn from killing himself like her sister did. We're not trying to fight them for what they're we're fighting for something we're fighting for something, not against something. Yeah. This is a character who is kind of the heart and soul of that movie at that for for Finn and certainly but for the resistance because I like she's character. a nobody. And so in this movie she gets a couple of lines, but most of the lines that she should have said they've given to the Hobbit that they hired to deliver those lines for her because he's a white dude. It's okay. The people on the internet aren't gonna be mad that Dominic Monaghan is delivering those lines. We don't wanna we don't wanna remind them that there's an Asian lady that they ran off of social media because a few fans were yeah, shitty towards that her. That
2: was one thing that I would notice was like, okay, so this, they're going to be like, we're so sorry for what happened to you with the Last Jedi and all the shit you got. So what we're going to do what is we're, we're going to make you inconsequential, so nobody will shit on gonna you. We're going to Jar Jar Binks you, yeah, and give you a few lines, and that's it. And it was kind of shitty because I actually liked the character bro. She was a breath of fresh air to the franchise, even if my feelings were mixed on that movie. Right. I liked
0: her the character. Wasn't the problem sending them off to the fucking goofy yeah. ass casino. <laughs> With yeah. the space horses she, was the problem. Yeah, but she I, was not the problem. She
2: was wonderful, and then they underutilized her a lot, sidelined her, benched her. Yeah, call it what you will, but yeah, she was. And I don't know if it was intentional or if she had like another schedule. Well, well, you know, you don't make but that movie I, without I'm pretty yeah, sure. making decisions. Yeah, I mean, like she's in Star Wars. Other movies can wait, but like,
0: it just it it was kind of a middle finger to her. So that's the beginning. That's the crawl. <laughs> <laughs> that's where my that's where my bitching starts. Um, so then, right after the crawl, we get to shots of Kylo looking for the MacGuffin, the wayfinder, or whatever. Um, and he's mowing through nameless, faceless things. And I really don't give a fuck. Um, that was my feeling sitting in the theaters like, so, so what? Um, the reason I felt that way is because we've already established and observed him to be just a dick at the end of Last Jedi and he kind of got his comeuppance with the whole fight with Luke and everybody got away while he was being a dick Yeah, but him fighting through a bunch of people's things aliens whatever the fuck Mm. it's like okay you're not giving me anything new this is what I already know between you know this is the third movie in the trilogy between the original trilogy at the end of Empire Strikes Back Darth Vader makes a statement, you know, he's like, Luke, I'm your father. We can take down the emperor. And then by the time you get to return of Jedi, you're like, what the fuck? And you and it says in the crawl, like, Vader's been looking for this kid. You know, there's there's tension there. Mm. There is no tension between the end of Last Jedi when Kylo gets his ass handed to him, slash not handed to him, because there wasn't anybody there, to the beginning of this, like, oh look, he's just still being an asshole. There's no mystery, there's no I wonder what his intention is. His intentions are on the screen, and it's the same intentions he's had in The Force Awakens, it's the same intentions he had in The Last Jedi. I checked out with Kylo right then and there as he's cutting down motherfuckers because I did not care. I liked it.
1: (laughs) I liked seeing him go through. I liked that fight, and I liked his fight with the you know, his guards. It was nice to see him actually displaying some some fighting skills or, or something. Stuff. Yeah. I I enjoyed it for that. So yeah,
0: I didn't. Uh, <laughs> talking further about Kylo, he you know again the comparison you have to make, and it's it's shitty because nobody's gonna live up to Darth Vader in the 1980s. But that's the comparison they're forcing us to make because that's what they're doing. Um, Kylo did not earn his redemption. Vader earned his redemption because. You saw in Empire Strikes Back, wait a minute, he's got a son and he knows it and he's taught whether you believe him or not, whether you even knew to believe him or not, he's telling Luke this stuff and you're like, oh shit. And then we have moments where Darth Vader and Luke on the moon of Endor before they go up to the Death Star where they're talking and Vader's got his lightsaber and he, you know, so you're like, oh, there's tension. They're fighting one another on the Death Star as the Emperor's cackling off to the side. There's tension between the two characters. When Vader finally redeems himself, it costs him something. Kylo's redemption was what? He got stabbed, and then he got healed, and now he's a good guy. Mm. Well, to there me, was though, no redemptive arc to his character.
1: To me, though, I've always felt... I, I've liked his character because I, I look at it as, from a young age, he's had sunshine blown up his ass, and... <laughs> People expected him, great things of him, and they kind of, you know, were like, yeah, you're awesome. And then he gets to go and grow up in this being a Sith, and he gets all this massive power, and he gets all this so... I always looked at it as, of course, he would be an asshole. He'd be like a spoiled brat, you know, and stuff. So I've never minded how that was. And that's totally fine with me. But he doesn't earn his redemption in this uh, movie. I don't think he – I think he's always been like, I I am supposed to be a bad person, but I'm not. It's like he was playing at – he had a good – I think he always had good in him. And he and but, all that, and that's what I JJ at.
0: made it a point to show this is his moment where he's. And the, and I will I'll say, when they did good, when I get to the things I thought they did well, that callback to that moment where he killed Han Solo and that's his turning point that's great, that was fine. And I have no problem with him being the asshole since then. I would have no problem with his redemption if he actually did something besides get stabbed in the fucking gut because well, he he's, a dick, life he's life a dick, he's man. a dick, he's a dick. He's a dick, he's a dick, he's a dick, he's fighting, he's still a dick, now he's stabbed, now he's healed, now he's the good guy. No, you can't just, hey, the plot needs him to be a good guy for the third act, so now he's the good guy. There was no arc to his character being redeemed by being healed by Ray. I do have a question about that. When did Jedi...
2: Be- get the ability to heal like that?
0: Uh, On Wednesday night on The Mandalorian Episode (laughs) 7. That's where they that is why The Mandalorian was released on Wednesday last week. There were two reasons. Number one, they didn't want you sitting at home when Star Wars is out. They needed that first weekend box office. And number two, they wanted to introduce that healing thing. They wanted you to see that (laughs) so that they could say hey, Jedi's can do this and this comes before the sequel trilogy so
1: it's cool. Uh, and okay. the Force is mysterious. <laughs> There's much we don't know about the Force. I was just you like, would Ray- with
0: thousands of generations of Jedi and thousands of generations of Sith that somebody would have figured that shit out by now, but no, apparently um, the girl with the books is the one that figured out that you can heal. I was just like, oh, is Ray Jesus? Is this, is this what's always, going on?
1: See, <laughs> on that part of it, though, I, I looked at it as, yes, yes, that why did that not be a thing but it, it's kind of one of those things of i looked at it as going back to the prequels you didn't know jedi didn't let you know that you could bring people back to life mm-hmm. or anything like that so really it's only been a few decades that people you know anakin realized hey this is a thing why was i not told about it so i but i healing, forgave it for that but healing she didn't
0: bring anybody back to life. Well, we <laughs> Basic healing. healing as, as much as the Jedi are fighting, he brought you her. Would think, well, and again, the reason why she is healing is so that they can say healing's a thing so that in the third act, healing can be done. Mm-hmm. That's that's why it was done the way I, it was. You know, when I was sitting there and I was like, oh, she's
2: healing now, you know it would be kind of great if she just kind of bombed around some kind of deserted planet or desert planet, you know, teaching the... Book of the Jedi and healing lepers, <laughs> sharing fish and bread. She would be
0: crucified for that. <laughs>
1: um, I didn't look at it as anything, but just – I see what you're saying, though. I do totally get what you're saying. Well, let's, just...
0: let's talk about another asshole in, this sequel, in the sequel trilogy here. Um, Abrams? No. Um, so in the, in the Force Awakens, Hux – Hall Gleason yeah. is set up to be like you're like, oh, he's gonna be like our next Grand Moff Tarkin. I hated this. And then the last Jedi, Ryan Johnson turned him into like a fucking you know slapstick bumbling oh, you can't do anything right? you know and so okay, so he decides he's going to be the spy. I I can take it or leave it. I don't give a fuck. but, but I'm the spy because I don't like Kylo bang, I'm dead. Uh, it, it, it took a character that had promise in one movie and a new director, new story, new movie turns him into something else. And it's almost like JJ's like, well, he fucking ruined that character. So I'm going to kill him off with little fanfare with little story at all. It was, I'm the spy. Why would you help us? I don't like Kylo. And literally, and then bang, you're dead. I, it was, it was such a here again, they paid this guy a lot of money. He's in all three films. They had a character that had potential in the first film he kind of had that manic, like, mm-hmm. fuck it all, we're gonna kill them all. He, he was a true believer. And then, you know, part of this, and again, that's not all on JJ. Ryan Johnson turned him into something else. Kind of a joke. But rather than, you know, do anything with that, again, it was like, well, Ryan Johnson ruined this character for me. So I guess I'm gonna have to turn him, you know, I'm gonna have to kill him off unceremoniously. I could sideline Rose, but if I kill her, then people will bitch about that. So I'll just let her say on the sideline, have a line or two here and there. Nobody's super attached to Hux, so I'll just go ahead and kill him. I liked Hux. I I liked him in the first one. I, I he had fun interaction. That the whole the scene at the beginning of the Last Jedi was fun. Yeah, but I think that was the point. That at that point, JJ is probably watching that at home, going, "Well, I can't fucking use that guy because <laughs> they turned him into a joke." You know, I think he could have used him if he
2: just you know sat down for like another if couple weeks and think thought about it. I you know there was even if even though he was turned into a joke kind of a goofball kind of a moron he still could have they still could have used that they they could have used him in a way that was like okay he's now kind of considered a joke but maybe let's give him something serious and like oh or, maybe he's or, not that much of a fucking
0: joke or you know what let him be let him be self-aware enough as a character to be like they think i'm a fucking joke i can use this to my advantage they're never going to suspect me I can be the spy. Yeah. That was yeah. not the case. That wasn't what was on screen. No. That would have been a better interpretation of that. If you're going to say that's the arc, he's going to be the spy and he's going to be killed, then do it in a way that actually does something with the character. Besides, I'm the spy. Oh, fuck, I'm dead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'm on yeah, board with that. I I would have liked to have seen maybe somebody else that was at the table. like Maybe the dude that he like lifted up into the right. air. Like he had reason because he screws with me all the time. He throws right. me up and throws me around. I don't like you, and then have him like you know shoot the gun out of Hux's hand right before he shoots them, and then they all right. attack, and then you just tie Huck's. There's up there's so and, many ways to approach yeah. that. Yeah, and I was kind of I was disappointed in that too. They, they I don't know.
0: Well, let's talk about a little bit about uh, so again. So there's the sequence with. Uh, Kylo killing guys, killing nameless fuckers. Um, so now, then the next thing we get to is Ray training with Leia. Um, and you mentioned how it's just kind of awkward because they had, they decided, they made the choice to it's use a little those shots. janky. Um, so Ray is using, trying to get it right, using Anakin Skywalker, which Obi Wan passed down to Luke. That lightsaber was destroyed in the Last Jedi. That was like a big climactic thing. Was that she and Kylo? Because we're revisiting that that theme again, where they're pulling against each other. That was a big thing in uh, the Last Jedi. Was that lightsaber blew up because they were pulling for it? Because they both felt like they had a claim to that lightsaber. Mm-hmm. rey got it. It's no worse for the wear. Somehow, I guess after blowing up. I I don't know, but even if you figure, I didn't even think about that. But it's no worse for the wear, and that's fine. Whatever. Okay, so maybe over the years she's figured out a way to make it exact. It's the same prop as you know they used in you know '77. Whatever. Okay, that's fine. I'll 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 suspend disbelief for that. Um, Ray's doing her training. At the end of it, she's like, "I fucked up." Leia, I one of these days I will earn this lightsaber. Cool. Ray goes off on the Falcon with Finn and Poe and and Chewie, and we're going to figure out where this fucking Wayfinder is. We get out in the desert, and here comes Kylo's ship coming. No, even before that, we go in the fucking quicksand. What do we do? We light up the lightsaber. Oh, you mean the one you gave Leia two scenes ago? Cool. You got it back? When? I do. I did see
2: her give it back. Did she give it back? Because I never saw her give it back. She, it was yeah. right. It was that weird scene where she's like, "Bring yourself back." She gives it back yeah. to her. Okay. I'm like this, I never this saw giving her give it Giving it to back. her, giving it back, and then
1: back to Ray. Just give yeah. it to her one so fucking time. That's I thought time. you were gonna go with this. Of why did she hand it back to her just to give it right back? You know, to her. We, yeah. yeah. Because it's, they wanted because to keep.
2: They had that shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They wanted like, "Oh, maybe we can just like use Carrie Fisher game where
0: she gives it back." To Ray, and like, yeah. So let's keep talking lightsabers. So, so we've got Ray using Luke's lightsaber, and then when Ray goes to strand herself. Um She takes Luke's lightsaber and she goes to chuck it, and then Ghost Luke comes out and he's like, "Oh, don't, don't! You know, you gotta oh, treat these better God. than that." Yeah. yeah again, pissing on the last Jedi the last because Jedi. what did he do in the last Jedi? He Throws it in the fucking... So again, it's oh, don't do that, you know. But then, okay, so he, he helps he did her. Say he
1: learned from his mistakes, though. He's
0: dead. There's no learning. So he, <laughs> so he somehow t- tips it off. Something he tells Ray the story with Leia's lightsaber. She finds Leia's lightsaber, and he says. Leia was a Jedi. She was about to complete her training. She felt that her son was in danger of turning the dark side. She put her lightsaber down and said, Someday someone will come along and pick this up. So Ray takes the lightsaber. and So they're fighting at the end, and Kylo's there, and he's back to being a good guy. Shouldn't he have had Leia's lightsaber? Wouldn't it have made more sense character-wise for her son, who she laid the lightsaber down for, to be the one to wield yep. the lightsaber maybe yeah um, we've got the whole thing and i again i know why we did this because it looked cool on film where she's passing. all of a sudden now again part of the force you can move matter through space without it, yeah which is another weird like that's not uh, the force doesn't work like that but okay they, kinda... they they do that so that they can have that moment where she slips it and he gets it you know it's I almost think they did it's that almost like Last die like when they were
2: like forced talking each other, yeah. There was at one point where like I think water got on Kylo. Yeah, yeah. No, that yeah, was the, the introduction. That, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But again, they, they've they've done this now. They've they've set this up. They used it multiple times throughout this film so that we could get that moment at the end. Again, had she passed Leia's lightsaber, I think it would have been more. It would have made more sense. It would have been thing. more emotional. Of a, it would have been more of a full circle for that story arc that they introduced literally ten minutes earlier. But yeah, yeah, you know, there would have been something to it but again so we do this thing where we're passing material through the force that again there's a way that they could have handled that that would have made more sense based on the story they've told so far if if ray had just let go of that lightsaber and kylo had pulled it to him what you would have gotten is yeah, thought, they're so not really pulling against each other anymore now she's giving because it, it, it that would mirror The scene in The Last Jedi where they're fighting together and they're doing that. They pass off the lightsaber because they're on the same side. Mm. That would have brought that around full circle. It would have closed the whole we're pulling against each other because now I'm letting go and he can have it. He pulls it to himself. Would have made more sense emotionally. It would have been a better, you know, bringing that back full circle. But instead we get the, hey, I've got it now. Was it a cool moment? Did it look cool on film? Sure. Did it make sense no. mentally? Did it are there better ways to handle it that would have made the story better? I think there certainly was, but I have a question. And then hold on before I'm gonna finish up on my lightsaber thoughts. Okay. So then Ray takes the two lightsabers, she's got her own now. She buries them at the farm in Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And that's where she sees Luke and Leia together. The only time I know of that Leia's been on Tatooine was for about a week when she was Jabba's prisoner, right? Yeah. So she's buried what was originally Anakin Skywalker on the planet that he fucking couldn't stand. He hates sand. Sand gets everywhere. It gets in everything. So, And then Luke grew up there wanting to do nothing but get the fuck away from Tatooine because it was the furthest, you know, if there's a place to stick an enema in the galaxy you stick it in Tatooine apparently Leia's only been there long enough to be a slave slave. so why is that why does that make any sense at all other than it allows us to have that last shot of her looking at the suns going down it should have been on the farthest moon of Endor. It could have been anywhere that 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 had a connection to both Luke and Leia not on Tatooine but you wanted to say something before I finish that. What
2: happened to Luke's green lightsaber? I don't remember.
0: Um, He had it when he was by himself, um, because he's given the flashback where he's about to kill Kylo. He was using the green lightsaber, and then I think he probably pitched it over his shoulder too when he decided that he's no longer, uh, you know, going to be that. And that's why when he does the force projection, he's using the green because it's all not real. It was like one of those clues, like this isn't real because he doesn't have his green lightsaber anymore. So it was I'm
2: trying to remember because it's been a while. So was the green one the one he chucked over his shoulder?
0: No, he chucked the blue one he over chucked his the shoulder. Blue one over, his but shoulder. it didn't go in the water. It just landed like down the
2: rocks because okay. Ray picked it up. And so I feel like, like you know after they broke the other one, <laughs> it would have made more sense if she just had the green one.
0: But or any number of things,
2: or just you know a new you know Mace Windu's
0: purple. I don't know. <laughs> she's got a yellow one at the end uh let's see finn to kenny's point still has no story he still has no place in this trilogy um
1: i really i i'll be honest with you i wanted them to do something anything please here's your chance show us why finn has been in two and now in a third one what's the payoff there's got to be a finn payoff somewhere and there was not. <laughs> no, there wasn't. That, um, that's the biggest chap I have.
0: To your point, he, he has something. I, we're going to die. I've got something to tell you, Ray. Oh, we're not going to die? Never mind. And then Poe keeps trying to drag it in. What the fuck are you going to say? No, it's nothing. What Do you, you love her, say, not me? Uh, there's so much. Apparently, in an interview, J.J. has said, oh, he was going to tell her that he's force sensitive, which is kind of what we all thought. But again, you introduce a thing you make it a thing by coming back to it three or four times yeah, throughout I, the movie, and then you don't pay it off
1: whatsoever. Yeah. that
0: Just uh, shitty, that shitty no writing. Sense. And I
1: figured he was probably Force-sensitive, and the fact that I think when they started initially rounding up kids, it wasn't just general ones. I think they were looking for Force-sensitive kids in the beginning. Like Baby Yoda. And then it was just anybody <laughs> yeah. you know, after that. But that's what I was like, okay. Well then, show me that Finn has can some do reason. anything. Yeah, and they, was- they
2: wait till what the last ten minutes.
0: Yeah, and even then he's not; mm. he's just kind of doing his thing. Um, but again, to that point, okay. So, because after the Force Awakens, there are two different camps. There's Finn and Ray are a couple camp because the Force Awakens; they're the two that get pulled together. There's Finn and Poe are a couple camp because they have more chemistry than Finn has with anybody else in the trilogy, (laughs) Um, but we can't have that because people bitched about it last time. A specific subset of people who say they are fans of this complained Um so we give Finn a color appropriate character who's a female to interact with because she's got to be a woman and she we can't have a mixed race thing going on we, on the screen. We, we can't continue the rose thing that they kind of set we up. We can't do that because that would be a black man and an asian woman so we're going to give him a black woman to interact with to kind of pair up with and then Finn and then I'm uh, sorry Poe will have because we can't leave it questionable whether or not cuz Oscar Isaac he's a hell of a good-looking guy regardless of your sexuality. We can We got to define. We got to draw that line in the sand too, and give him a female companion you know, slash a nice white woman with a mask, yeah, exactly by who Carrie we do have to see. So, again, all of this to um, appease a small but vocal well, section I mean- of the internet. That again, it feels like they had two checklists. Yeah, and this is one of those checklists. Oh, they bitched about Rose. Check, we got that covered. Oh, they bitched about you know Finn and and Ray. Check, we got that covered. They bitched about Finn and Poe. Check, we got that covered. We, whew, we're covering our bases. We're making up. We're, we're doing good by the fans on this one, guys. That's kind Kinda of how it felt. But then like I, I like I said at the end,
2: all three of them hug. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, maybe they're all just. <laughs> In they're my head, my my, down later my <laughs> head they're just yeah. like this is gonna be some nice little uh getting down, making love three way style. Well, yeah.
1: for the part there at the end when uh Finn and uh the whatever her name Not what was it? I think. Yeah, Jane, whatever it was. Yeah. They carry stayed behind no. and no, they, were they were gonna right. shoot the other one. you know, they're gonna get the thing shoot going the all gun, that. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, so you're telling me That the guy who runs away from everything is going to do this, as opposed to Rose, who goes headfirst into everything, she, in a heartbeat, would be the one that would stay and do that and tell him, go, Yeah. She would be the one to make the big sacrifice. Yeah, again, he, he
0: doesn't earn anything; he's given everything. Yeah. in This movie, it's like they're trying to make Finn a thing, and it's just—it's just not. You he's just not that character. If
1: it doesn't—if it hasn't clicked in two movies, it's not. <laughs> it's clicking. not going to click by the end of the third. Um, uh, there was uh, people yeah. fell in love with the little dude that fixed C three PO. way more than <laughs> Finn ever cared about Finn. <laughs>
0: he got a lot less screen time and a lot fewer lines. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Chewbacca and the transport. That's just shitty writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what they're trying to do. It's just bad writing is what that was. You mean not Chewbacca? Yeah, not Chewbacca. Junus is <laughs> his name. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just bad writing. Imagine a movie where Ray accidentally kills Chewbacca. How much different is that movie than what we got? I would. I could have been the one responsible for that. That's, that's a path to the dark side that Palpatine's wanting her to head down, that's a different movie from that point forward than what we got. But it was just a way to get her on the ship. Is all that was. And you, yeah. could,
1: you I think you could achieve the same thing of not having Chewbacca captured. Maybe just he he lost the knife somehow and they know that the knife's on that transport yeah. and we've got to bring that transport back to get the knife. I think you could have achieved the same thing yeah, and not it's, have the whole Chewbacca story. It's
0: just bad writing. It's just to get her on the ship. My uh, 10-year-old, as we were walking out of the theater, you know, everybody was talking about whether they liked it or not. She said she liked it, but she said, uh, so somebody asked the question about what did you like about it or what's something from the movie that stuck with you or whatever, and she said, I noticed that it's a movie about people dying, but they don't really die, and then when they do die, they're still not really dead. It was just, there was a lot of that. They didn't stick with killing Chewbacca. Yeah. So we, they, we made this big fucking production about C3P. I was going to lose his memories. And he's got that line, you know, I'm looking at my friends for the last time. Yeah. And then the next scene, uh, R2 reboots it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got it all back. It's cool. I, I did d- laugh at that, though. Kylo, we're going to stab Kylo but she's going to heal him. It's like they didn't stick with anything. It's like anything that could have been like, ooh, that's a moment that's going to change Star Wars going forward. That's a moment that might make this movie interesting going forward. If They're just, like, yeah. no, we can't do that. Oh, no, we, we just can't do that. The only person of consequence that they kill, I mean, we know what happens with Kylo at the end, um, was Leia, who's already dead. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's like yeah. they didn't stick with it. It's like if you're going to do that, if you're going to show us a death and you're going to pull it back in the next scene, I was like, ah, we're just kidding. Just fucking with
1: you. Uh, see, so you now, one of the big swerves that I was like, what the hell? And I, I asked my son about this, and he's like, I, saw, I thought the same thing. When they were down there at the final scene with Palpatine stuff, and then all of a sudden, the movie for the Phantom Menace kicks on to the part where uh, you see Darth Maul for the first time, I was like, <gasps> Is Darth Maul <laughs> going to be there? You know, in his you know right, rebels yeah. you yeah. know half body thing. I got excited for like half a second. It didn't happen. I'm like, oh no, well, what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, why no. did you use that song? That song's associated with one thing. Right. Darth Maul coming. Yeah, I was like, oh, you sons of bitches. Yeah, it, you got me. What else <laughs> but I was also they, kind they of hoping Palpatine have, yeah. would fight Ray and uh, Kylo. Like he'd jump off that mechanical thing and like they'd have this <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Could have like, done some cool shit with that where he's, you know, part of his body's not working. So he's like like a spider or some <laughs> yeah. shit crawling around. That could have been cool, but. The no. button's
1: messed up. My arm can't move. Yeah. Press fix. I it. mean, I get why the, it didn't happen. He did drain their power and blah, blah, right, blah. But yeah. I still was like, that would have been a kick ass final. Jedi There's versus something sin. that could have happened. Yeah, and yeah. You kind of like how you have that amazing Darth Maul battle with, you know, Obi-Wan and uh, uh what's his name? Liam Neeson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh you could have had that moment kind of from the first episode, bring it all the way to the final. Well, not first, but you know what I mean episode one, right? And just bring it back around full circle. Just have this amazing, and then he could still do his, you know, knocking Kylo off the thing, and you know, still have all that stuff, and just added that extra boom factor at the end, you know. It's kind of upset. <laughs> yeah. That when he shot the lightning in there, I was waiting for him to go unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a callback to the prequels.
0: Yep. Uh, so Kylo's knights, um, they were supposed to be <sighs> amazing. SEAL Team Six. They, they were supposed <laughs> to be analogous to the bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back. And Part of what they did with the Knights is part of the problem with the sequel trilogy overall is that when you saw those bounty hunters, there were some fucking stories there that they did not tell. But you were interested by looking at these guys. Every one of those characters was different, they all looked like they had a story to tell. You know what I'm saying? And even if, even go back to the original Star Wars. How many of those characters that were side characters that only popped their head up because they were drinking in the cantina? Did you know the names of you? Had, I mean, there were interesting, cool things going on. And it wasn't so much the designs of the characters, although they were kind of cool, but some of them were still kind of cheesy. But the the main characters in the original trilogy, those actors had chemistry on screen together. Right, They were charismatic actors. They were young. They were goofy. The dialogue was bad at times. But they had a charisma together that made you want to be a part of their little family unit or whatever. Um, the knights are an example of the fact that none of the characters in the sequel trilogy really are worth caring about to me. I mean, Ray's just kind of... It's, like, it's cool that you've got a, this strong female character, but she is literally... A blank slate through these three movies, moving wherever the plot tells her she needs to go next. And certainly in this movie, without any clear agency of her own, she's just being manipulated around here, there, and the other by these other guys. Mm-hmm. You know, the the one character in this movie that you feel like, okay, well, there's something there. Okay, there's like two or three characters in this movie that's like. Now I think that's part of why it gets the closest to that feeling of the originals out of the sequel trilogy because you do care about baba frick or whatever the fuck his name is the droid engineer (laughs) you kind of care about Poe's side piece that gal that he had a relationship with but not really Mm -hmm. just because she kind of has that baba fett thing going on where it's like you don't know her story but she's actually talking to one of our mains so there's a story there and then the gal that finn ends up with on you know towards the end because she was a similar i was taken i was a stormtrooper i rebelled to um which is kind of weird they use the exact same story <laughs> as Finn, yeah. but whatever. But the rest of this movie, there is not a character whose name I care to learn. There's not a character that stands out. There's nothing cool, new. You don't care about these characters and in part because you don't care about the leads, I think, in a lot of cases. There's no charisma. Oscar Isaac is a great actor, I think, and he is certainly the most charismatic of the leads in this but he can't carry it for everybody. There's no charisma when they're all on screen together. He they had don't... more charisma with Carrie Fisher than he Absolutely. did anybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, and I think that's just part of kind of indicative of the sequel trilogy overall is that these characters are kind of disposable, kind of don't care, kind of mm-hmm. worthless. Um, I'll touch on one more specific thing here. Um,
1: we can keep this going all yeah, night. Yeah, I know, then. but I, I want
0: to talk about one more specific <laughs> Bury thing.
1: this show one more foot deeper. Um, <laughs>
0: so at the end, um, there's the fight with Palpatine, and Rey has you know, given all she can, and she collapses, and Kylo climbs out, and he returns the favor. He saves her lives because she saves him. Um, and then they have this romantic kiss. Um, that is probably the biggest thing I have a problem with because he I has done nothing but like ab- he has abused her for two and three quarters films. He's tortured, manipulated, abused, physically attacked. I mean, not just fought with a lightsaber, but like he was torturing her in the Force Awakens. Um, and there has not been a subtext of romance because you know, she was trying to turn him to the good side. He was trying to turn her to the bad side, and then they share a romantic. Kiss, I, just the whole everything about that. When that happened on screen, I was just in my head, I'm like, no, this is the wrong. That's just wrong. If yeah. she wants to go kiss, I don't know, fucking Bubba Frick or, you know, or Finn or Poe or Woo! Carrie Russell's character or, you know, Chewbacca or, you know, fucking any of the droids, I don't care. But just because he's been redeemed, which was her arc. Through the Last Jedi, no, you can't. I, I don't. I don't. Feel, I, I feel like there's I a didn't respons- like it I feel like there's a responsibility there where you don't show that it's okay that he abused her because he said I'm sorry. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. To me, that was that was probably the one thing that like the most stomach-turning thing in this movie to me. There's there's bad writing. There's lazy writing. There is. We don't have good characters, so the movie's just going to be a plot where you go from plot point A to plot point B. to plot, That's all... That's part of the business. But that... Her, you know, that to me was just like stomach turning, and I was. It just felt. I would have been okay with like a hug. Yeah, you know, like just oh like hey, a, we did it. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah, we did or it. High five. You know, <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for bringing me back, kind of hug. Yeah,
1: like I would have been fine, but as soon as they started staring at each other, I was like, "Do not." I think I even like quietly went, "Do not kiss him." Yeah, because you. I'm like, are you shitting me right now? And then it happened. I was like, no. I didn't even put together the whole how he's been shitty. It just did not feel right. Yeah, how many all? young
2: impressionable women are going to watch this and be
0: like, "Oh, it's okay to kiss your abuser
1: as long yeah. as you say you're sorry." Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, that was
0: yeah. That was the most egregious, horrific she, thing. Yeah, because you,
1: you would say she would save a kiss for Finn or somebody that she's had history with. Good history. They've been through the stuff. It's all been positive on each other. That kind of thing. You know, when somebody's shitty to you, you said high five, I think. <laughs> and honestly, you know, I've had some situations where people have been shitty to me. Something big did happen. And it was like, I can't even hardly shake your hand because you're still a piece of shit. You've been a piece of shit. I cannot. Yeah. You're not getting a hug. You're not getting nothing. I'm
0: definitely okay, so, I put so my lips on yours. Yeah, arm. so let's say he gives, she, they give a hug. That's great. Let's say they do that, you know, kind of like, you know, and I don't know why I think this, but I think to re- Return of the Jedi at the end of that, I think even Lando's like planting smooches on Han and everybody else there at the end of that one when they're all celebrating in the Ewok village. A celebratory of like, yeah, we did it. Quick, you know, like quick kiss and hug and like, yeah. But no, this was, you know, caress his face and lean in. It was not, yeah. it was more romantic slash sexual, which... Opens so many doors that I don't think that this movie should or even wanted to. It's just like, at some point, did nobody read the script? Did nobody on that day of filming was like, you know what? Maybe that's not the best choice.
1: Um, I would have been okay with the hug. Yeah. And then him, you know, the shot of him where you see his face and the life go out of him. The look on her face when she realizes he is, she lays him down and then maybe like, Sheds a tear or just, yeah. or just whatever, but yeah, definitely not. Not,
0: not a romantic slash sexual kiss with
1: yeah. your abuser, like, and torturer.
2: like when they're hugging, like sh- he just kind of disappears and all she's holding. And then like yeah. the robe yeah. just yeah. disappears in her yeah. arms. Yeah.
0: So many things could have been done. This is a movie of so many missed opportunities, I think. Um, it, at the same time, it feels like it's trying to be, quote, the most. Star, star Wars. Wars movie. You like Force Lightning? We're going to give you a shitload of Force Lightning. The Ugh. most Force Lightning you've ever seen on the screen. You like Star Destroyers? We got thousands of Star Destroyers. Forget the fact that you can't build these in secret and find billions of people to pilot and be the crew on these. Well, and the cool. fact that we have... <laughs> Even though Star Killer base had to be a bigger version of a Death Star because they couldn't figure out that technology, we managed to miniaturize it and put it on every one of these thousands of starships. Yeah, like, like, you sound like you're selling, selling a commercial. It's the <laughs> most it's the most planet destroying Ships uh, that you could possibly get you like how everybody's related to each other. We got the most family relations, yeah. and we're going we to kind of tease put- that they might get even more related. <laughs> we can even put it in the movie that Lando's related to the lady he's fucking at the yeah. end. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just like no, you don't. It doesn't need to be the most oh of everything. God. It's like just there. There is an argument for um, restraint. I think in some of that. Your rant there, it reminds me of that video Red Letter Media did. was like,
2: X-Wings! Grandma Tarkin! It's yeah.
0: throwing out everything that was fan service. Yeah, and that's kind of, it kind of at times felt like we're going to put the most of this shit, people, that's why I'm saying, it felt like they had the checklist of stuff that people didn't like on the internet and the stuff that people did like. So if you didn't like it, we're going to keep Rose quietly to the side. But you liked Force Lightning, we're going to blow up the entire fucking space <laughs> with the Force Lightning. You know, it's just, it was like, no. Oh you guys. Um, I felt like if you have to resort to interviews and comic books and novels to tell the story that you didn't tell on the screen, then you did a shitty job of making a movie you know the yes. movie should the movie should be able to speak for itself at the end of the day you shouldn't have to get like immediately go into not damage control but immediately be like the weekend it releases make sure we've got some interview scheduled so we can tell people here's the shit that we've kind of thought we were telling you but we just decided to cut or we just we had this plot thread about where Finn maybe can use the force and we even put it in the movie that he might tell her but then we didn't pay that off well here's the interview where he said where JJ says yeah that was he was going to tell her that he he can use the force you know you can't you can't rely on moviegoers to follow every interview online you can't rely on them to read the novelization to know that Lando is fucking his daughter you can't you know you can't use the comic books as a you know those are all things you can use to help flesh out more but they can't tell the story that you were supposed to be telling in the movie.
1: Yeah, but I kind of look at this third one as like the first two movies were like those cooking shows where they're like, here's two things and they're horrible, but you need to add your own spices and stuff to try to make it something you'll somewhat enjoy and you'll win the competition. And I think he added... He did the light. <laughs> you like paprika? The, it's a fucking yeah, ton of paprika. Yeah, exactly. And it felt like You like, like papaya? That. We're putting a whole goddamn tree <laughs> in this one. <laughs> so they did that. They gave you all the The problem
0: though is that if that's the case, if that's if one and two are here's the two ingredients that have to be in your dish, we're totally going out on a tangent. He used one of those ingredients and he fed the other one to the fucking dog because he didn't you know, it's not a sequel to The Last Jedi, it's a sequel to, to the, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. And that's part of the problem with this movie is that it felt like he's trying to tell two movies in one. The pacing was wrong, there was too much exposition because
1: Well see, that's still we're, we're
0: it's it's plot and it's exposition because we don't have time for you to care about these characters because we gotta get from here to here to here to here to here and here at the end. It's like, you know, you had another movie. You've got to you got to deal with the fact that there's another movie between The Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. And I'm sorry if you didn't get to tell three movies worth of content, but you can't use the last one to make it all about exposition and all about plot and put the characters, the idea of the characters and drawing us in with the characters, you know, on the shelf and hopefully you've done enough with marketing that the people will just show up and that's kind of what it felt like. Where Solo suffered because they paid for two movies and just made one, that was a financial problem, but they made one really good movie. Yeah. This felt like, well, we got the money to make one good movie, but we're going to rush it and really make two movies. We're going to re kind of redo that second movie. Everything we would have done if we'd been given the second movie, we're going to put that into this third one and just kind of throw it all out there and see what sticks, is what it felt like.
1: Yeah, they could have used, like, Dump the Leia parts and add a little more explanation to some things, use that time They could have dumped to half tell of the side...
0: It felt like if it's a video game, this is a video game of side quests. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't have to go to the fucking desert and, you know, to get the dagger. Right. They didn't have to go on Kylo's ship to get the dagger back. They didn't... Ha- there are so many things they didn't have to do. If you cut down on all the side missions and just make one movie about this group of people doing the things that are central to the movie. You know, cuz we stopped on it was again, you like seeing different planets? You get about 3 planets for Star Wars movie. We're going to give you like 75 planets that we're going to stop on <laughs> just for a scene or two, but just we want you to know that we were on that planet because there's more planets than ever before. That lightning planet looks cool. Right? Let's do more. Yes. It it <laughs> it felt like Felt like there needed to be an editor involved. Like, did they not? It felt like a first draft of a script. Yeah, and like there wasn't anybody that said, "Okay, well, let's cut down this. Here's what we need to care about. So let's do more of that." It, it felt like there was just the first draft of a of a script as what they decided to shoot, and the film I feel like suffered it, for it. Um, as of right now, uh, the film's on track. It's estimated to make about 175 million this weekend, which is nothing to sneeze at. Um, but that is the worst of the sequel trilogy. The worst opening weekend. It is bombing overseas.
2: Um, well, they've never been popular in China, have they? No, because well,
0: a lot of them haven't been released in China because no. it was closed well, off.
1: And in all fairness, though, if someone feeds you a shit sandwich, <laughs> you're, you're gonna like keep showing up for that's more. That's not cool. Then they say, like, no, no, just kidding. Here's another sandwich, and it's a shit sandwich. And then they go. <laughs> No, no, just kidding. Hey, remember There's the chef the that made you time. the first shit sandwich? He's back to make yeah. you a real sandwich this I time. I mean, that's it's hard. I went because I will support it. Right. I mean, I I've never hated a Star Wars movie. Right. I probably and, I won't and ever. after all
0: that discussion, I still don't hate this movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But but I, it has serious problems. It, it has problems. But, a but lot I don't mind like going to the movies and you know again, I'm getting to take my kids now, so that's Kind of fun, you know, stuff like that. And I don't know. I just, I, I, listening to your guys's, you know, things like, I get where you would get that from there. Cause I, watching it, I knew there were things wrong with it. Right. But I didn't care at the time. And I still don't. I mean, I'll watch it again when yeah. it comes on Disney Plus and everything. And I'll enjoy it again. But I do honestly get, am I going to go online and, you know, write a thirty minute right. you know, think, no, manifesto about no I'm not because it. Yeah, no, yeah. it it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. It's I just I liked a movie. it and I'm I'm not ashamed that I liked it and I, I appreciate why people don't like it, you know we're all different. That's yep. cool, you know?
0: Here are the two things as I was, cause I was like, I can't just shit on this movie because I did <laughs> like because like I said, I don't hate this movie. There are things that we're redeeming in this movie. Here are the two things I walked away from that I enjoyed the most about this movie. Number one is that even though Kylo does not earn his redemption, Adam Driver's performance once he's turned back, Because he's playing two different characters. He's playing shitty Kylo, and then he's playing Ben Solo in the end. Yeah. When he's playing Ben Solo, I'd watch another three movies of him playing Ben Solo because he looks like he's having fun. There's a lightness to his acting and his character that once he turns back, I think at one point where he gets the lightsaber passed and like he blocks an attack or something, he's kind of like, you know, shit. Yeah. I would I would watch that character in another movie yeah we can't now he's dead <laughs> I mean he was only that character but there there's the best performance in this movie and we only got it for a couple of scenes and that's kind of a shame but yeah the way his his cha- the way he does the heavy lifting of playing two different characters in this movie essentially um, the second character I feel is much more effective than the first is much more enjoyable to watch that's for sure and along the lines of that because it happens about the same time. Um, when Leia, I don't know what she does, goes to sleep, enters the Odin sleep, you know, hibernates, whatever the fuck she's doing underneath that sheet. When she does the force projection thing on Kylo and brings back Han Solo, that... I felt like was probably the best scene in the movie. Was Ray the one that did that? No, I think it was Leia because Leia, that's when okay. Leia's like down and she's like she's gonna take everything she has to you know at this point to help
1: her son or whatever. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think she was con- say Ben. Yeah. yeah,
0: she's conjuring Han Solo for him to make his peace and turn back with, and and it's great because it calls back to the sequel trilogy, you know, I know what I need to do, but I don't know if I'm strong enough. And then he throws his lightsaber away. It's a perfect callback to that. But then the last thing that, right before he does that, or right before, you know, he throws it, because when he throws it, he turns back and Han's gone. So right before he throws it, Kylo says, you know, dad or something like Han or whatever. And Han Solo, the forced image of him stops him. He's like, I know. Yeah, It's a perfect callback to Empire. that moment, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. That was the best written and one of the best performed scenes in the whole movie. And that, I felt like, was like, man, if you're going to do fan service, <laughs> give us more of this shit where it like it makes sense now that you're calling back to these things. Right. As opposed to just slapping shit in and be like, look what we did. We brought this guy back. Look what we did here. That actually made sense for the character. It made sense in the storyline. It, it made It was the perfect way to i don't think that was the plan originally i think and i don't know this i'm just guessing i think originally that was probably supposed to be leia talking to kylo and turning him back saying you know you're always going to be our son you can always come but because that footage wasn't already shot i think they had to hey harrison i know we let you off the hook two movies ago but would you mind coming back for one scene um and it it went well it was the best scene in the movie to me so i like that scene quite a bit yeah Yep. I felt like it was the best scene in the movie. And then, again, like I said, after that point, Adam Driver, I mean, he's playing a good different character, and that character that he's playing, I, I thought he did a great job with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Any other thoughts on Rise of Skywalker before we wrap that part of our discussion?
1: Well, I was trying to think as I was listening to you talk, just trying to think of other stuff. And I, <laughs> I mean, there was a lot. There was so much, like I said, I really enjoyed, but I can't put a – because I, I don't try to – like, watch it to remember it. I want to be in the moment with it. Yeah. And I, that's just how I am, and I can't. No, when like, I was watching it, I <laughs> wasn't
0: sitting there you know, with my, because, number one, you can't have your phone out yeah. in the theater. I wasn't writing notes as I'm watching it. I was watching the movie to watch the movie. And but you're I, also and I wired walked, as a writer. Right, too. But as and as I walked away, I was like, that was just nothing. That was bland. That was like <laughs> bran flakes for breakfast. Mm. Um, it was only when I sat down and thought about it, I was like, oh, yeah, well, this is why I, that didn't make any sense. This is why I didn't buy into that because it completely shits on everything that's come before you know, or whatever the case is.
1: But For me, I was walking down there thinking I ate a bowl of Captain Crunch, and I loved it. <laughs> so your mouth was bleeding from the crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Everybody Crunch is that. shitty. Why do you not just wait until the milk makes it soft? Because like if do. I want to
0: eat a bowl of cereal, I don't want to wait till it oh, softens no. up.
1: I, I, I wait like for the all crunch. my cereal to soften up. I've yeah. always been that way. Uh,
2: you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Look, I like I said, I did think this movie was just okay. Right. It, there was a lot of entertaining stuff in it. I liked some of the battles. I mean, I guess that's really what it had going for it. Some of the fight scenes were pretty good. Um, I liked Oscar Isaac. I felt like they kind of finally flushed him out to... You know he's the charm. He's kind of the Han Solo stand-in. He's the charming guy, which he
0: he's the only character across the three movies that had an arc. Yeah, he started off kind of an... the cocky pilot, and then he learned in the Last Jedi through losing everybody else that you that doesn't work, and yeah. so now he's a different character in this one. He's the only character that across the three movies you feel like I see character a character arc. Yeah, and he's wonder... a charming as fuck guy. He, mean, he is. Yeah,
1: I wonder if in the if they would have done the. F- uh, I keep wanting to say first one, episode seven. If they would have done that movie in the uh, like the, the telling of how Kylo, you know, was being trained by Luke, and then the progression of going up and the him coming up, if that whole movie would have been kind of focused on that, would it have made the character a little more like they could have done more with it to make you like the character? I don't think so because. You know?
0: When they did that, because we didn't have that with, in, in episode four. In the original film, we didn't get that with Darth Vader. He walked on the stage as a badass. Yeah. And when they tried to give us that, we got the prequels.
1: Yeah,
0: And the less said about that, the better. So I don't know that we needed to see that. Just The character of Kylo Ren was just that spoiled. He's always been babied because yeah. he's Leia's son. And he's a brat. And he's a dick. And that's fine to have that character. But you you've, if you're going to turn him from that you've got to do something more than just stab him in the gut and then heal him and it's funny because there's like, got to be some mental change that happens in addition to the physical
1: because like talking to my son's age like the teenager age that you know like his friends and different stuff like that like kylo is their guy like they love that guy well, yeah character. he they, he's he very much
0: uh yeah he, i think he speaks to that Call it emo, call it millennials. I mean, you put yeah. whatever tag name mm, you want on X, it. i Y. I don't know what generation yeah. this is. He, yeah, he, but he's it's funny to
1: listen to that because it's like, I don't, I, I, don't get it. You yeah. know, and they're like, no, no, and they, you know, they'll explain it to me, and I was like, you know, the better they explain it, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what though? At the end of the day, you love it, and that's that's awesome. You know, if that's the character, if that's your Sith awesome. Meanwhile, awesome. I'm
2: going to go over here and talk with my Darth Vader
0: toy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get my helmet on that changes my voice. No. Um, yeah. How do you I,
1: know I had that? I'll, I'll <laughs> bet you
0: Alright, well that's uh, going to kind of make sh- take care of our uh, Star Wars talk for tonight. I, for me, original trilogy still at the top. Uh, I even put Rogue One up there. Um, I put Solo just below that. Um, I bring uh Revenge of the Sith up. I think it's the most Star Wars like of the prequels. Not a good movie. Not, not a good movie yeah. either. But it's the best of the prequels. Um, I put this sequel trilogy right in there, and then I put you know Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones at the bottom. Um, so for me, this is like in that bottom half, bottom third of the Star Wars. It's just not to me. It, it's not. I don't care. And and yeah. if that's what I'm going to get, I don't need to show up at the theater to see it. Give me more. If you're going to tell stories that aren't part of the saga anymore, give me something like Solo, give me something like Rogue One, give me something like The Mandalorian even because I'm I'm digging the hell out of that. I do
2: have a question. What did you guys think of uh, all the Jedi talking to Rey at the end?
1: I see why they did it.
2: Yeah, I had to look some of them up because I it's been a while since I've seen Clone Wars and right. all that and it's like, "Oh, that was Soka, and that was yeah. oh freddy prince jr i don't remember his character's name and yeah it, it I, was i mean i understand
0: why doesn't make it doesn't mean i enjoyed it I when, just, I when they what were they doing it. it i
2: was like oh please let there be samuel l jackson
0: please please and i heard his <laughs> voice he <laughs> get up motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> that would have been pretty good <laughs> that would have been awesome get your ass up and kill this motherfucker <laughs> kill this bitch now <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guess what? If he throws lightning at you, absorb it and reflect it back with your fucking <laughs> lightsaber. I was doing that, and it was working, until that motherfucking Anakin jumped in. And that's now, what you need to do. And now we're buddies here in <laughs> Ghostland. Ghostland. <laughs> Ghostlandia. Yeah, because Palpatine hasn't learned you don't keep throwing lightning at a lightsaber. Yeah. Apparently well, he forgot that lesson. Th-
2: that that scene where like it just like ripped his fucking face apart, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, yeah, okay, that's great. Hey, look, it's Indiana <laughs> Jones callback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah uh, okay. Well, all right. Well we are coming up. We are going to get back to our regular schedule and format in January. Join us right here at the Alamo Draft House in Springville, Missouri on Thursday nights at seven PM, starting on Thursday, January the ninth. You can just hang out with us here in the media room. We're on the north end of the back lot, the bar area at the Alamo Draft House. Enjoy all the food and drink that the Alamo Draft House has to offer. You can just hang out while we watch, you know, watch us while we record the show, or you can grab a mic and jump in. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, New episodes are released the following day. Again, that starts on Friday, January the 10th for new episodes. If you can't join us in person because you aren't within a drive of the Alamo Draft House, you're listening overseas while you're serving your tour duty or whatever the case may be. Um, in 2020, we are going to be adding a way for you to join us live online during our recordings and either watch and listen along or interact with us and contribute your thoughts live as we record details on that will be coming in the new year in January. Be sure to subscribe to the pop goes, the culture podcast and your podcast player of choice to know when those new episodes are available if you've enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, take a moment and leave a review on your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost a thing. That really is one of the best ways to show your support for anyone who creates any of the art and entertainment you enjoy, whether it's podcasts, YouTube videos, books, comics, movies, games, whatever. I know we would certainly appreciate it. If you get a chance to tell somebody that you enjoyed something that they've done, do it. There's, Like we mentioned at the Open, there's a lot of shittiness out there in the world. If somebody's making something and you dig it, man, take go out of your way to tell them that you're digging it and tell them thanks for it. Yeah, because people may see you doing it and they'd be like, oh,
1: yeah, hey. Yeah, I'm I dug that some. too. Yeah.
2: Exactly. I mean, you guys are still talking and you both thought completely opposite about the
0: movie. Yeah, exactly. We're still going to uh, record again. Yeah. Uh, Tell us what you thought of Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) You can post a message to our wall or tag us on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us by searching for PGTC Podcast. That's at PGTC Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Direct links to our social media and more can be found at popgoestheculture.com. We get some comments. We'll be reading those when we return in January. We would love to open up that January show, hearing all about what you guys thought about uh, Rise of Skywalker as well.
1: Yeah, you really should check out the Facebook because we're always posting funny memes and different Mm -hmm. stuff like that, and kind of interactive questions like I posted on there. Did you watch any of the previous movies before you went and did this? You know, it would have been great to hear some of you guys. Yeah, I did, or you know, no, I didn't. I want to go in it, you know, whatever. So, absolutely news stories, I mean, all kinds of stuff on the Facebook and Twitter.
0: That's all I've got. Anybody got anything else?
1: I think we've said it all. All right. Yeah, I, think I think we have. Think we've think gone long.
0: <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for this Rise of Skywalker episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. I have been Joey Mills. Curtis Stout. Good job. Join us here at the Alamo Draft House on Thursday evenings, beginning on January 9th, 2020, for our first regular weekly recording of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast of 2020 starting our third year as a podcast in 2020. Until then, we'll talk to you later. See Be good to each other. Peace out. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.